Dorf, It's my pleasure to introduce Ira Ferris. She is a curator that came from Australia for a curator in residency. I will ask her a few questions and maybe you can tell us a little bit more about yourself and like how did you decide to come to Belgrade and sure. And maybe you can tell us a little bit of a project that you're working on here in Belgrade and in generally. Mm -hmm. So because I'm on the curator residency, one of my main things that I'm doing here is researching the art scene, mm -hmm. which you are helping me with because you're introducing me with lots of different curators and artists and people working in the art scene, which is really helpful. I'm also looking at different spaces that exist here um, to see whether there is a space that I would like to maybe in the future exhibit something in. And also I'm um, suggesting a work of some of the artists that I work with back home in Sydney to some festivals here and maybe even some galleries. So opening potential of maybe putting on an exhibition here in the future. Mm -hmm. And at the moment you're working on some new projects in Zagreb? Yes, I am. Uh, that's partly why I was coming to Europe this year for extended period of time. Uh, I'm working on an exhibition of uh, an Australian artist. Her name is Julia Babica, who has a background actually. Uh, she was born in Kazakhstan. She lived in Germany for a long time. And she's been living in Australia for the last couple of years. And uh, since 2016, she has been exploring uh, the work and methodology of Croatian conceptual artist, who was actually a Yugoslavian conceptual artist. Uh, his name was Mladen Stilinovic. He was very active back in 70s and 80s. He worked with uh, a group of six authors, they were called. And uh, he passed away in 2016. And as he passed away, um, Julia was developing an idea for a project of hers, and she came across his name then. She knew about him from before, but his name popped up mm -hmm. again for her. And she created something that she uh, calls Mladen Stilinovic Study Center. And it's actually a place for exchange of ideas and maybe even concerns about the contemporary working conditions of artists using Stilinovich methodologies. And we are showing the fourth iteration of this project in Croatia, in Zagreb, at Galeria VN. And we are calling this one Lost Rest. So we are looking at the fact that the artists today are overworked, overtired, and that they are not a proper support systems mm -hmm. uh, for their work yeah and also you're working on several things uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about dance cinema and artemis project and... yeah i run a little organization back in sydney called artemis projects it's an organization by me and uh, my friend ben ferris he's making films through it and i'm curating exhibitions and making some of my own work and as one thing that I do as part of Artemis projects is uh, I um, run podcasts, mm -hmm. interviews with artists from around the world. The reason I started doing that is because I have a background in journalism and I've always loved radio as mm. a form of communication. I really love 
coming across an interesting audio interview. I love hearing when people know how to articulate their ideas really well. It's almost like an aesthetic experience for me. Mm -hmm. And I also really love giving artists an opportunity to speak and to be heard. I have come across many occasions where some of really profound ideas have been communicated mm. and I think it's really nice to offer a platform uh, for those ideas to be heard. Yeah, and it's also always interviews are an amazing way for an exchange so people can hear about each other and then like also you every time when you speak about your work like you're re-examining it in a way. Exactly. And also like you're interviewing all kinds of artists but there is another project about dancers. Yes. Yeah, and thanks for reminding me of that because it's a real passion project for me mm -hmm. at the moment. I've been very lucky that a um, couple of days before I was leaving to Europe, a friend of mine who is a beautiful filmmaker called Melissa Ramos texted me and said, uh, I have just started this project called Dance Cinema mm -hmm. and would you like to be a part of it? And the project is an online platform that shows dance films and videos usually in a short form for a month online mm -hmm. and it comes together uh, with podcast interview with one of the makers behind the mm -hmm. project whether it's a cinematographer or director or dancer mm -hmm. or editor and the reason why I'm really excited about this one in particular is because I have a background in dance myself and I have background in journalism mm -hmm. and curating content and video as an art form is something that I'm also quite interested mm -hmm. in. So it just kind of merits so many of my interests and it involves finding out who is doing dance films around the mm -hmm. world. So we are not limited to Australia at all. So if anyone out there would like to... Yeah, can they reach out directly? They can, yes. So the website is dancecinema.org. Mm -hmm. And you can also email your project to us through info at dancecinema.org. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. We'll write it down yes. in the description so people can find you easily. And also you're working as a curator on several projects at the same time. Do yes. you want to talk about the newest one or is it too soon? Do you soon? want me to? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if you, yeah. if you would like to, I don't know if it's too soon. Or... Yeah, I don't think it's too soon because we kind of started it now yeah. a bit. Um, so when I met Gordana last year, uh, it was very brief but really pleasant uh, meeting of, I don't know, kinship spirits I felt. Um, she told me she's interested in shamanism in art. And just a few weeks before that, I um, learned about Croatian artist who has the same interest. And then the idea came to put them in collaboration of a sort. And we started creating this project called Spialitsa. We are breaking it into three stages. The first one is, I'm calling it the curated uh, email exchange because uh, for five weeks I'm suggesting a topic to Maya, Maya Radešić is the name of Croatian artist and Gordana around which they would have a little conversation with each other. It's a way for them to meet each other because they've never met. Um, and also it's a way for me to learn about their practice, to learn about what does shamanism in art mean, mm. because it's not something that was initially of interest to me. And uh, through that 
kind of being a bit of fly on the wall in their conversation. I'm hoping to be better equipped, I guess, uh, to present their work to the public. And that will happen in um, mid-June in Magazin. We will have an exhibition and Maya and uh, Gotza will actually meet in person. And we will show their current work in um, kind of total installation where the works will intertwine with one another, giving the work a new viewing context. And we will use this time as they meet for them to potentially workshop Mm -hmm. new ideas that they will either develop in collaboration with each other in the sense that they will create one joint work or maybe two separate works but made through conversations, mm -hmm. exchange of philosophies and then we are hoping to show that as a final stage in Croatia which mm -hmm. is where my is from. So the idea is to show it in both countries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is just the beginning, like this is a general concept that you will develop in the future. Yes, I'm hoping to make this an annual thing where we would be pairing artists from ex-Yugoslavian countries. Mm -hmm. Better we pair them because of the similar team that they are mm -hmm. interested in, like you and Maya, or maybe similar styles or even mediums that they use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then speaking of ex-Yugoslavia, do you think your background is influencing your work and in what ways? Um, I am not sure. I feel that your background is always influencing mm -hmm. you. I, I don't think there is a way for that not to happen. One thing, though, that's, that makes me question a bit about how much it does is the fact that I've been living uh, in Australia for 11 years. Mm -hmm. I moved when I was 23, and my... Um, kind of exploration of art really started only mm -hmm. then because uh, as I said I studied journalism in the past mm -hmm. but then there is a specific aesthetic that I respond to and I wonder whether it's because of my background I really like when there is a sense of um, I don't know maybe rawness in, in art and depth mm -hmm. uh, and I'm really you know delving into very deep philosophy straight away without mm -hmm. kind of hovering on the surface and maybe that's something that's mm -hmm. you know in some way um, specific to this place and I know some mm -hmm. people who come and visit Yugoslavia from overseas they are they're always um, surprised by the fact that we very quickly mm -hmm. go into some deep philosophies there is very little small talk uh -huh. yeah and maybe that's translated in the art that's being made here and mm -hmm. maybe it's also translated in my interest mm -hmm. in the art that I like. Mm -hmm. Any other differences that you can maybe see between Australia and here in Balkans? Like what you just mentioned and then maybe like you can just say like... Yes, something that just came to my mind now mm -hmm. is... Um, there is a lot of need for perfectionism here. Mm, yeah. I think there is um, a bit of a fear of playing mm -hmm. with making things. I think Australians have this, you know, let's just do it spirit. Mm -hmm. Let's go for it, try, test it, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and here it seems to be that people put a bit of a break on themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they also think of themselves worse than they should. They think that 
you know, the West is better and I don't mm. think it's the case. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think either is better yeah. or worse. Uh, but on, on other hand, because of that philosophy, maybe that depth is there in their mm -hmm. work, you know, when they do something, they do, do it really well. But I think there is a value of trial and error. So, mm -hmm. you know, in Australia, artists will often just play with it mm -hmm. and, and through, through playing and through uh, not pressuring yourself too much, you can make heaps of mistakes mm -hmm. and you yeah. have experience behind you mm -hmm. and then do you think there is enough opportunities for the artists created by institutions except the exhibitions and things like that what is your opinion on that here or internationally uh, generally I don't think there is ever enough of opportunity yeah. because you know how long is the piece of the string our desires are always greater than what is given to us mm -hmm. But I also think that opportunities are something that we create ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that besides of being creative in making work, that artists need to be creative about thinking how to show their work mm -hmm. to the public, if that's what they want to mm -hmm. do. Uh, and I also feel that sometimes some you know, the best ideas come out of the limitations when you have mm -hmm. to think outside of the box. And in that sense, what do you think, what is the role of the artist in the society? Um, you know, I kind of uh, change a bit my views on that from day to day, mm -hmm. depending on what's happening, how I'm feeling. I guess I wouldn't want to make it sound that artists are these special things in society, that they have greater responsibility or role than any other human mm -hmm. uh, or you know that they're better equipped in making the world a better place mm -hmm. um, but what artists tend to do is question the status quo question the structures that want to present themselves as normalized I think it's always important to question that and I think mm -hmm. art is really you know one of its functions for me is to do that I also think that it's really important for artists to remind us of a value of vulnerability mm -hmm. sharing stories uh, connecting with others so artists can feel less alone in their own stories mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think? What are also other challenges that artists are facing while mm. trying to engage in an art world? Uh, well, they're facing financial challenges because, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, we live in um, a monetary system, and whether we like it or not, we do need money to pay bills, to buy yeah. food, even if we live quite, you know, minimalistic lives, you know, a sense of expenses that we have, there are mm -hmm. still some, you know, uh, you need to mm -hmm. pay for, especially in Australia, you know, for, um, you know, to go for health checks or dentists or whatever. Um, so we are never free from that and mm -hmm. that imposes some limitations on what we can do, what kind of art can we create, mm -hmm. how much can we really question this system. And yeah, I'm quite concerned with seeing um, that we work in this gift economy where we tend to give a lot and get very little back. I feel that society 
is maybe well not society you know political structures are not respecting mm -hmm. artists as much as they should mm -hmm. i'm pretty certain that they know what our value is because when you know let's say a neighborhood needs to be urbanized they tend to call artists mm -hmm. to help with that uh but you know they are rarely um, reciprocate that financially um, so I would like to see systems created where we uh, don't have to do jobs on the side that are taking actually the creative mm -hmm. energy away um, and emptying it in order to pay for our bills mm -hmm. I think there should be a way that we can live off art but not by the way of creating commercial art mm, yeah i have just one question i mean like i can talk with you all day but i can uh, i think like it's really important like to hear what influences you generally like where you find your inspiration and um people creative minds around mm -hmm. me um i'm inspired by people who openly share like you I love seeing how um, you know you're so open in connecting people and um, it's 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 wonderful reminder to to share and to um, I feel that again coming back to the system you know there are lots of um, uh, funds and festivals that you have to apply for and mm. that make you feel that we are all in this as competitors to one another mm. and um, that concerns me because I think that if um, that you know we are weaker if we as a, if we see ourselves as a bigger body mm -hmm. uh, one body mm -hmm. then um, by separating ourselves we weaken this creative sector and I think that partly what system is trying to do is make us weak mm -hmm. and through those competitions mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's almost like um, a systematic plan of how mm -hmm. to weaken this body and I think it's something to resist, to remind mm -hmm. ourselves that, that we can do better things if we share constantly uh, and you know it's all about exchange of ideas and mm -hmm. having creative conversations and helping each other. That's yeah. great. Thank you so much for this interview and thank you for your time in Belgrade. Thank you. Thanks. And, um, it's been a real pleasure. Yeah, and uh, I would just say that I would recommend anyone to come to your residence. Thank you so much. It's been really beautiful experience. Open up your mind, make some rhythm come in. Open up your brain, do some reasoning. Open up your thoughts so we can connect. Open up for knowledge and intellect. Open up the speaker, make me blast the sound. Open up the sky, make the bass come down. Open up your eyes, make we look inside. If you want to understand this, open wide.